Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring the best animal communicator in the world, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey, everyone. That's me. I'm the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. You can log on to thepetpsychic.com, that's thepetpsychic.com, for all things animal communication, as well as other services and tips provided by Laura the Pet Psychic. Call in right now at 917-889-2693, that's 917-889-2693. The chat room will be open in a second when I get to it, and what you can do to get onto it is go to the front blog talk radio uh, blogtalkradio.com homepage, and on the right bottom-hand side, it'll show all the chat rooms that are open. You'll see one for Pet Psychic Radio. So just open that one, and uh, you'll be there, and we'll be there chatting away with you. Um, I'm your producer and co-host, Aiku Sahara. Thanks to Kendra and Diana who are working the phones today. Um, so today, stay tuned throughout the show and find out how you can win a private 15-minute consultation with Laura the Pet Psychic. It's very exciting. Um, we'll let you know how you can enter the uh, contest to win the 15-minute consultation. So stay tuned throughout the show. Um, hi, Laura. Hey there. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm uh, in Carpinteria, and there's a bunch of donkeys living on the property. Whoa. absolutely loving. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo is their name. Is that like Eeny Meeny? Are there each one's named Eeny, one's named Meeny? Yep. Oh, Miney and Mo. So there's four. There's four. That's so awesome. I saw that photo of Seymora meeting the donkey. Where was that? Was that on your Instagram? Yeah, that was on Instagram, and it went on to the Facebook page, too, the Pet Psychic Radio Facebook page. Oh, okay. Tell tell and, our listeners where your Instagram, what's your Instagram name? My Instagram is the Pet Psychic. Awesome. And I try and post there every day, so it's fun to post on Instagram. Yeah. And, um, oh, gosh, I've been having so much fun here, because Timora has been taking going on walks with us, my parrot. She's been going on walks, and so she's been meeting the donkeys and, you know, going through the canyons and just completely enjoying herself. Wow. She's in the same room as me now. She's looking at me. What do you think, Casey Mora? What's your story? She said she's on the radio today. That's right. You are on the radio today. She says, parrots have a good time outside. Let your parrot outside. That's good advice. Which is interesting because I put her outside earlier and she wanted to come back in. (laughs) (laughs) But she probably means to go outside with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like dogs, you know. They kind of like to stay out with you. Um, I'm good. Wait, are you asking me how I have been? I've been? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. good. Good, good, good. Um, uh, yeah, I'm doing good. I was on a trip, so I'm sorry I missed the show last week. And uh, I was just on a family vacation and had a great time. And I'm happy to be back, though. See any pets? See any cool wild animals? I did. I saw Canadian geese. <laughs> I was in the Pacific Northwest. And where my hotel was in Portland, there was a lot of Canadian geese because I was on the waterfront. And they were all just out there every day. And so I, you know, watched them. Um, and I watched, like, little dogs, like, chase them or little dogs run away from them. And it was pretty cute. You know, they made for life. Did you know that? No. Yeah, they do. Oh, I should have. Um, really, there's a lot of them in New York, too. They actually are sort of considered, like, pets. Sometimes. Oh. I mean, I don't think of them as 
they would like go to the bathroom on our high school fields and like they're like on people's decks and death sort of like 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 <laughs> by the ocean or by the water they're like oh death on people's yards and decks yeah. and oh I thought you said desk because you said no. school and I was like what kind of school did you go to. <laughs> Actually, didn't you go to school on a boat once? I went to camp on a boat. Oh, you went to camp on a boat. That's awesome. Okay, let's take some calls. Um, Our first caller is Margie and Gwen. Do you want to tell us a little bit about them? Sure, we'll let them tell. Okay, fine. Bring them on. Margie and Gwen, you're on. Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, Gwen has a staph infection, so... She's got a sore left paw, and uh, she's not been able to go herd sheep for uh, probably six weeks and also can't retrieve things. So I don't know if she has any idea what's going on. Uh, Pretty sure she hurt her feet at, at herding. They got a coarser sand, and she is so fast that it was chipping up her feet, and she's the only dog having trouble. She's also the only one who goes that fast and jumps into water afterward. So always uh, she's got wet feet when she's doing her second second run, and a couple times she actually went into a trough of filthy water before we catch her that, or caught her. There's a nice uh, wading pool of clean water for her, but she'll take whatever's closest. So anyway, what do you want to do? You want to tell her that she has a staph infection and that's why she can't do the things that she loves to do, or, or do uh, you want to? Yeah, if she's understanding what's going on, because it's certainly, uh, you know, a strange life for a border collie to be restricted from the activities. Yeah. Okay. You know. Let's get let's get Gwen. She's beautiful too for all of you. She says she's really bummed about it. I bet she is. I'm not real pleased myself. She said uh, she thinks that you should do clicker training with her in the meanwhile. <laughs> oh, what would what could she learn to do? She's not allowed to run, and uh, she's had clicker training before, certainly. Uh, she said she could learn to, like, beg and carry things. Well, I could pick things up and carry them across the house. I guess that would keep her from being bored. I, I she take her. She, could, she said maybe she could find your keys. Do you lose <laughs> your keys a lot? No, no. Well, <laughs> some. Won't <laughs> say never. You may find my glasses too. <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> But uh, is, does her paw hurt her? Okay. It's really tender to the touch. Right. It seems like it is healing, and hopefully the new medicine uh, talks to an expensive yeah, she spe- sort of feels like it's blistered a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, it's sort of scabbed over. It's in the nail bed of two nails. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. They're saying, you know, possibility of compromised immune system. So, boy, am I giving her extra special food. She's, I think, Do you liking think her. that you should just put a booty on her and go? Let's well, just go with booty. She's she can take the booties off now. <laughs> she can unvelcro. <laughs> but she's saying if she wants to herd with the booty, have you tried to herd with the booty? Uh yes, yeah, she ran right out of it and then we went to Musher's wax, uh, which kinda helped some, then we went to Pad Heel, which helped some, and then this the one that she tore up was another uh was a different paw, so I'm guessing we can't herd at that particular place again. Uh, mm. Unfortunately, the other one's 100 miles away. We never had trouble there. 
and we never had trouble till they changed owners and changed the sand at the arena. Oh, that's too bad. Well, let me ask if there's anything that you can do to make her feel better and that she'll get to work. But so when will she will she not be able to hurt again if you can't take her to that place? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I can, you know, make the investment. It takes all day. It uh, takes about two hours to, to get what out. About, sorry to cut you off, but what about the search and rescue booties? Can't you find just better booties that don't come off? Uh, she's got some fairly good ones. She she just ran somehow ran right out of them. Her nails are a little long on the front, but. They're back as far as it can go. But uh, pro- certainly help if she didn't go in the water. Certainly the water, since she's nicked up, the water was uh, part of the problem. I just hoping they'd get decent sand or yeah. you know, change areas. Uh, oh, um, it, it, it's frustrating. Or maybe there's something closer she wants you to teach her some clicker training tricks, so maybe you could concentrate that in the meanwhile. Uh, certainly, certainly could try that. Because um, I love to learn, she says. I love to learn. This is true. She was great at agility, but since she was so awful with the other dogs, we could, you know, she's nippy at the other dogs. We couldn't be there either. Well, that sounds like a clicker training would be perfect then because you could do it inside the house and it could be something you could do, you know, simply inside, you know, and safely, right, Laura? Uh, yeah. Sure, we we could do a little something and we certainly have the clickers and she likes to get a treat. <laughs> oh, well, that's she, perfect. She's coming over. Now she's coming over oh. to, she's now she, sitting by the phone. I think she's oh, interested in this. <laughs> Yeah, she keep is. Keep yeah, keep okay. her posted. Oh, and I did go back to uh, Rainbow Bridge and buy a book. Oh, you did. Thank you, Marge. Uh, yeah, they uh, said they'd bought some from you, and you guys had gone by the time I came back. So I said, no, we'll just get it. So we want to support, <laughs> you know, Laura and friends. So yeah, awesome. great. Thanks. Marge, call us back and let us know how she's doing. Uh, thank you. Yes, okay. we can certainly click her train. She never learned or was willing to roll over. Oh, well, she she, hopefully it. she'll learn that. So that's sounds yeah, great. Yeah, she could do the play bow and two other things. Great. Uh, thank you very much. Hi, Marge. Marge, thank you. That's so the book that she was talking about is called Going to the Dogs, an incredible true story. And it's the book that one of my clients wrote about four years of me communicating with her animals. So it's all the communication from four years of of That's communication. So will, you, will you post that in the chat room that, for all of you, is now open? I'm sorry I opened it so late, but it's open now. So you can go there. And, Laura, if you have time at some point, if you can post the information about the book, too, and where people can get it. Um, or sure. like a link, That would be perfect. Um, let's go straight to our next caller, which is Asha. Well, actually, Cheryl's calling to talk about Asha, who is a Maltese female. You can see her picture um, on the most recent posts on our Facebook page. And uh, she wants to get another animal and wants to know how Asha feels about it. And um, you can see Asha right there. Do you see her? Um, Not yet, I don't. Okay, well, let's uh, speak with Cheryl. Cheryl, tell us um, what kind of animal are you thinking about getting? Hi. um, Well, I spoke with Laura at the beginning of August, and in our session, um, she told me that my old dog, Mia, who was a pug, wants to come back. Oh, can um, you, Cheryl, are you on speakerphone? No. Oh, for some reason it sounds a little bit roomy in there. If you can try and get closer uh, to the mic or something like that, that would be great. Um, okay, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, is this any better? It's a little bit better. Okay. Um, so... Laura told me during a session that my pug who's passed away wants to come back. And I was wondering how Asha and our two cats would feel about having a new dog, probably a, a 
poodle mix or a poodle type dog. Okay, let's ask them. Uh, Asha, she's so cute. <laughs> Asha, honey, would you like another dog? What do you think? She says she's been thinking a lot about it. And I would like one I could put my paw on. <laughs> and say, you stay there and I'll stay here. Like <laughs> I just need to tell the dog that I'm the boss. Would we get a puppy? Would you get a puppy? I don't, I don't know yet. Possibly, I've been looking at puppies. I'm trying to find Mia, so however she comes to us, that's how it'll be. She says if Mia comes back, then you'll know. And Mia will say, Asha, I'll be kind to you. Because <laughs> I don't want a dog that's not kind. No. If it's not kind, I could get hurt. I like small. If they could be smaller than me, that would be great. She's pretty small, though, isn't she? She's pretty small. I was thinking of, like, a golden doodle or something, you know, kind of bigger. Oh, my God. Asha, I think Mom's thinking about a dog a little bit bigger than you. But you know what? It could still be really cool because the dog could be really gentle still. And you could teach the dog to be gentle. And so even though it might be scary that him looming over you, you just set your boundaries of your space and you'll be okay. And maybe the dog will already have that taken care of and just you get along really well. doesn't matter if they're small or big. Will it protect me? Maybe. Maybe, but you guys could just be friends and you could just hang out and talk a lot. You know what? I kind of like that idea, but I'm not a huge fan of sharing too much. <laughs> okay, let's ask Jimmy and Sebastian for the kitty. What do you think, Jimmy and Sebastian? Do you guys want another dog in the house? Jimmy says only if it's nice. Okay. If another dog comes in, if I bat it in the face, it's got to leave. Jimmy, if you bat him in the face, maybe you just need to bat him in the face once. Get your claws in. Maybe. Maybe I'll be okay. Okay, and what about you, Sebastian? I'll do anything Mom wants. If Mom wants another dog, it will work out. Well, Cheryl, Cheryl, you got to call us back and let us know if you do get an animal so we can talk to everyone. I will. Okay. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Oh, they're so cute. (laughs) So cute. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if they get a dog. I know. I can't wait to find out. And uh, you can see a picture of Asha on our Facebook, like I had mentioned earlier, and a lot of our animals are on there that we're talking to today. And if you're calling in, you can also post your your picture of your animal on our Facebook page, which is Pet Psychic Radio. Um, our next caller is Jean, who has Pepper, a terrier mix, approximately 9 to 11 years old. And um, she has her picture on Facebook, and you can see that she looks kind of a little bit shy or something. I don't know. <laughs> In this cute picture there. Yeah. I know. It's so Good cute. Reading body language, I. Yes. <laughs> so she says she's fearful of everything. A sneeze, a vacuum, washer. So let's find out. So Jean, um, has Pepper always been this way? Yeah, she has. Um, since I got her, I got her from the um pound as a rescue animal. And mm-hmm. so we don't know her past. 
but they think they might have tried to make her a fighter. Mm. And um, I just, she did have some trouble at the beginning getting along with other dogs, but she doesn't have that problem anymore. Oh, good. So what do we want to ask her? Do you want to teach her how to give her confidence, or do you want to ask her why she's scared? What's your question? Yeah, I want to know why she's scared or try and get her to understand that she's in a safe place. Okay. Okay, let's get Pepper. She says she knows she's in a safe place, but then I get a feeling of tummy ache. And I think my tummy ache gives me more fear. Sometimes when I walk, it stings. When you walk, what? It stings, her stomach stings. She says, I got to tell you something. I like a lot of people. It's It's just that sometimes... I'm nervous about what's happening around those people. Okay. Sometimes when I hear noises, I wonder if they're a monster. And mom says there are no monsters, but I think I saw one once before. Huh. And that monster looked like a bearded man. And the shadow. You know, sometimes when I'm sleeping, I'm really peaceful. And right. I think, how can I bring this to my waking life? And I have moments where I'm great. And I think to myself sometimes, what's wrong with me? Pepper, you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with you. I think sometimes you might be having, like, some post-traumatic stress. And so everybody deals with that at some point. So what you just do is whenever you feel your body tensing up or your mouth closing or you feel that stomach ache, you can lick and yawn and blink your eyes and look and look away and stretch or sniff. And you can just sort of get yourself out of it by doing those calming signals. It's like taking a deep breath. And then you can decide whether it's a real fear or not a real fear. And you have to also know that all those noises you're hearing, you don't have to know what they mean. You can just be okay with not knowing. Yeah, okay. She says sometimes she is okay. So one of the things that I would do for her is start praising her when you see those calming signals, licking, yawning, blinking of the eyes. I think it's interesting that she knows that something's like that she's not really confident as she could be and like she feels like there's a part of her that has it in her, but something's not allowing her to be like that. Yeah. And she's kind of focusing a little bit on the negative. So one of the things that you could do is start um, start sort of focusing on the positive. If you see her, like, lick or yawn or blink her eyes when she, she hears a noise or she gets scared or something, you see her do something confident, make, like, a big deal out of it. Be like, good being confident. And then later oh, on, okay. tell, a, tell a friend or something, be like, you should have seen Pepper today. She was so confident when there was this noise. She licked and yawned and she walked forward and... Start, like, sort of um, bringing up the positive. I'm not saying that you're doing this, but a lot of people do this when they have animals with issues, is that the the issues become what the people talk about when they're talking about the pets. And so, like, if you're telling somebody that you have a dog, you could possibly say, oh, Pepper, she's really shy, she has some issues, you know, we rescued her, she's a little scaredy. Instead, say things like, um, oh, yeah, we have Pepper. She is really learning to be confident. She is so brave now, you know, and like kind of yeah. switch it to the positive. So she starts hearing those things because she's really conscious. She is paying attention. Okay. Okay. Is is there um, uh, anything you can see, like, for her past, what she did have to go through? 
Well, I, mean, I, I do, sort of baby yeah. her because I have a feeling mm. it was Ross. Well, I see. I do see that bearded man, and I see him sort of coming at her, and him then like anyone that sort of looks like a shadow and has big footsteps reminds her of that. To be okay. honest with you, uh, how hello? long have you had her now? Yeah. How long have you had her? Um, like nine years, I want to say, eight or nine years. Yes, you've had her eight or nine years. I don't want to pry too much about what happened to her. Because right. why, you know, like let's, I mean, we do know something happened, and we do know that it has something to do with a man and something to do with, like, her being grabbed or picked up and thrown. Or, But I don't want to get too much into it with her because, you know, she kind of knows she has that old issue and, you know, right. why make her read it? Right. Okay, now, um, in the picture that we posted with her is her, her buddy Atticus, and Atticus actually passed already. Oh, okay. Can Atticus help her? Uh, yeah, Atticus probably could help her. Let's ask Atticus if he can help her. And then ask her if she's seen Atticus. Have you seen okay. Atticus, Pepper? Yeah, I see him walking beside me. Oh, good. Okay. And sometimes I feel good with him there. Other times it doesn't help me. Because it's okay. not about him. <laughs> and when he was alive, I was still nervous. So she, which is interesting about her, too, is that she really knows that it has something to do. Like, she really knows that it's her responsibility to help herself get better and to be more confident. And that's really right. a neat thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in, Donna. Right, thank you. Okay, and so we are going to take Katya. If I can find you, Katya. Oh, yeah, here we are. Okay, Katya, you are on the air, I think. Uh-oh. Can you all hear Well, How am I going to know if you hear me? Okay, we're having technical difficulties. And you guys in the ch- chat room, I don't know what's happening. I don't know if you guys can even hear me. Uh, can you guys hear me in the chat room? Oh, you can hear me. Okay. So let me answer, because the chat is working, but the studio isn't, so I can't take callers. So give me a question, you chatters. Um, and while you're thinking of a question, I am going to tell you um, how to talk to your animals. So um, one of the things that you want to do when you're talking to the animals is you want to try and be as clear as possible. And so what I like to do is actually picture everything that you're saying. So, um, for instance, let's say I'm trying to tell my dog that I would like him to um, not jump on grandma when grandma comes over. I actually want to say to him, Luca, please keep all four paws on the floor when grandma comes over. And the reason why I say, Luca, do not jump is because everything that you you say or everything that you say to your animals or everything that you think about, you create an image in your mind and a feeling in your body for. And when you say something like, don't jump, you actually picture your animal jumping. So what you really wanted to say is keep, you want to give them the positive. Keep all fours on the ground. Um, You can say to him, when grandma comes over and you jump on her, grandma may fall down. And so you can actually give that picture of your dog jumping on them and then grandma falling down. Are you back, guys? 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh at Grandma falling down, but it's just a, like kind of a goofy image for me. <laughs> yeah, you just like start to crack up. You're like, oh, Grandma fell down. I know. I, that's horrible. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make Grandma fall down. <laughs> so, um, so what people also say to me all the time is that like, oh, my gosh, I'm not like a visual person. I don't know how to like create pictures in my mind. Just be, just think in your mind, like just be really, really clear with what you're saying and your animal will get it. So if you're clear, even with your words, your mind will just make up the, the pictures unconsciously. Yeah, okay, and like so what we, you were talking about earlier when you were talking to the last caller, kind of how people might be able to um, say like, oh yeah, so and so and so is you know such a scary cat or whatever. Like having those kind of negative ideas kind of perpetuate the behavior. Correct. Yeah, it does, yeah. and it's so yeah. amazing because you both become attached to it. Yeah, and I have this really hard time, and I hear it all the time. I think it's great, and trust me, when I had my wolf dog and she was like really aggressive and she had like this bad past. I, at one point, was attached to her story, too, because I thought it was a cool rescue story and everything. But, like, a lot of rescue people who rescue, they love to tell the story of trauma. Yeah. It's not a great thing. Your dog is listening to you, your cat or whoever your animal is. They're listening to you. And do they really want to hear that, like, all the time for the rest of their life about what they went through? Right. They don't. Yeah, so, I understand. It, I had the same it, thing with my is, dog, too. It's hard. It's hard to re- let that go, but you're right. It, it's not something we should be connected to for the rest of our lives. Right, exactly. Let it go. Like, I like it when some of the pets say, I don't want to talk about my past. Or they say something like this, what past? This is the <laughs> only life I've had. <laughs> They're like, They're my life like, started here. That's I had awesome. one dog you can say to me, I was born in this house. <laughs> he, like, wasn't. That's so cool. Let's talk to Bubba, the Boston Terrier. Um, he passed away in 2003, and Katya, his mom, wants to know if he liked his memorial. Does he have a job in heaven? And any confirmations he would like to say? So let's talk to Katya. Katya, hello. Hi, tell us all about Bubba. Baba was, um, oh, he was the angel of my life. Um, He came to us in 1991, and when he came, I wasn't even a dog person. I didn't even really want him here, (laughs) and he just made me fall madly in love with him, and ever since then, I'm an animal. I mean, I've always been an animal lover. We never really grew up with animals in the house, but for Mm -hmm. Baba, he just was a really gentle, gentle dog, gentle soul, very, very intelligent, and he just changed my life, and when he passed, um, kind of brought me closer to God because I needed to know where he was. I needed to know what heaven was about, and he kind of changed things for myself in a lot of ways, and now I'm just devoted to Boston Terriers. Oh, how neat. And what Mm -hmm. did you do for his memorial? What was that? Oh, it just kind of happened. You know, we had a burial for him. We did all that. There's a cottage of my brother-in-law's, and all the pet animals go there, so they're all together. But for Bubba, um, it just kind of started on my... um, in my bedroom on my shelf kind of thing. I started putting things on there, and eventually it moved over to another shelf in my room, and it has, like, a picture of him, an angel, the roses that dried up, his bold bone, his tooth he had, um, a faith doll, um, a candle, a picture of Mary, and then a picture of him. Just kind of, like, little things of him and remind me of him. And whenever I want to talk to him, I kind of go there, and I'll bring my dog Lola that I have right now, and I'll have her go say hi to him, and she'll just kind of stare and just kind of look around, and you know, oh, not so yeah, it's really cute. So that's, that's really a beautiful I, thing because they really do know that we do those things for them. You know, they really do love mm-hmm. that. Yes. Um, okay, so let's ask Bubba if he likes his if he likes his memorial and what he's doing in heaven. What's his job in heaven? He says he feels very much at peace, and I feel very connected to my mom. I feel like she knows me still, and I feel like she knows I'm still with her. 
you know what? He's giving me this, Katya, he's giving me this sensation, but I can't really put it into words. But it's mm-hmm. like there's something about what you're doing at the memorial, like when you're putting something at the memorial, when you're looking at something at the memorial. He looks like his, he's energetically like all around your arms and your torso, and he's like in that, he's energetically in that space. Mm-hmm. And he's giving me the sense that you like feel him there. I don't know if he's saying that. And I see your right arm for some reason. I don't know if you feel feel him tingling your right arm. Or, um, but I see you putting something at the memorial and him and like something about your right arm there and his like essence all around you. Yeah, I do feel him around me and I just tell him to come with me and come sleep with me and be with me and I'll just sit there and just talk to him and, you know, and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And mom, I talk back to you and I think you really have a gift. You have the gift of bringing awareness to people. And I feel like my death didn't just bring you closer to me, but it also brought other people closer to their animals. Because you tell the story, and other people find peace in it. Yes, I have told the story to not only people who've had animals pass, but even people, you know, like my... And this, because it's the same, heaven's only one place. So they, you know, I let them know that, you know, they are around us. They're still with you. It's not the end and be all end. You'll still see them when it's your time kind of thing. And I have a oh, book yeah. that I give them. And, yeah, so he just, you know, he, bring, he brings, clo- my dog has brought me closure, you know, and him, his presence around me and his visits. He's come to me, and I try and help other people who've lost their pets and even people because it's all the same thing. Yeah, that's so amazing. That's so wonderful. What are you saying something else? Mom, I care about you so much. And here in heaven, I'm helping you. My job is to help you spread the word. Oh, that's nice. And I want you to write a book, Messages from Bubba. Oh, that's perfect. I'll do that. (laughs) Tell the story of us. He keeps stressing, too, that you hear him. And, like, you know how I, my mind transfers everything really fast into words? So it transfers, mm-hmm. like, the images and the feelings and the um, the images in my head and the feelings that they send me and their thoughts into words really fast. And he's sort of giving me the sense that he, that, that happens with you and him as well. Do you mm-hmm. feel like that's true? Do you hear him sort of whispering to you in your head? Um, not necessarily whispering, more of a, uh, a feeling of just uh, you know, closeness, but I'll definitely mm-hmm. have to attention to that because I used to be, when he first passed over, I was more open. Now it's been 10 years and you kind of lose it a little. So I have to wow. be more that. Wow, I can't believe it's been 10 years, isn't it? It's so yeah, amazing to me how, like, I can feel them. They don't even necessarily feel farther away after 10 years. Right. Like, it's like I can still just, like, get them. And I, it's it's so fascinating to me that, like, they're, they're such a big part of our lives, you know, and then we kind of do. We go and we live our lives and we have other pets, and sometimes we can have, like, a whole another generation of pets. Right. And then you think of them and or you talk to them, and they're literally, like, right there, like they died yesterday. Right, it's just, yeah. It's like, it's so fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. So amazing because he's still sort of working with you. Right, that's nice to know. Oh. I'm glad he's with me and hears me and sees me and all that. That's nice to know. I mean, yeah, I know he Kathy, is. It's nice to hear. <laughs> yeah, and Katya, thanks for sharing your story because it does. Oh. I hope that it does help the listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you very much. It was nice talking to you. Thanks, you Katya. Too, Katya. Uh, oh, thanks, Bubba, for calling in too. Bubba's messages 10 years later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> so, so cool. Uh, let's go straight ahead to our next caller, which is uh, Jennifer, who has two dogs. Um, Diesel, who's a German Shepherd male, two and a half years old, and Tundra, a three-year-old male husky. Their pictures are on Facebook. 
Jennifer's worried because she's pregnant and Diesel growls at Tundra if he comes near Jennifer. Um, I guess there's more to the story. Let's find out from Jennifer. Um, So, Jennifer, you're pregnant and your dogs are having a little bit of trouble with this? Yeah. Okay, so what's Um, the drama? What it is, it's happened over the past few months. And what it is, like, I just don't want Diesel to be more protective of the baby and then go after Tundra for coming near the baby. Um, So what happens now is uh, mainly Diesel is protective over me, but he's also protective over me and my husband, not my husband by himself, though. Um, For example, let's say I'm laying in bed with Diesel and Tundra comes into the room. He'll growl at Tundra, and then sometimes he'll just get closer to me, like he's kind of like hovering over me kind of. Or he can just hear Tundra walking into, like, through the hallway to the bedroom, and he'll growl at him without even seeing him. And so what does Tundra do? Tundra just, um, he just kind of has, like, a look on his face, like, why is he growling at me? And I'll have him come over, and I'll pet them both. And I'll tell Diesel it's okay, like, it's fine. And he doesn't do anything. And we also have another dog, and he doesn't even do anything with her. Okay, and when and when this happens, is it always when you're in the bedroom? Um, it's mainly there, but sometimes it's just sometimes in the, like it could be around the house. It's just if he's just laying next to me or something, that's when he growls at him. And I just noticed like now, like when he was playing with him, like Tundra was trying to like walk over to me, and he kind of like gets his stance up like Diesel does, and then kind of like you know like blocks him. Okay, and so do they play together too? They do. They play together. Um, when they're outside, they play. They don't really like do like the whole like, we call it, like WrestleMania. That we don't. They don't really do that in the house. They do outside. Um, when I let them play outside, if we do go outside with them, Diesel does also get more rough with Tundra. And then okay. Tundra like wants to be like near me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay, and so when when you're in the bedroom, is Diesel on the bed with you? Um, he can be on the bed or he can be on his bed, which is next to our bed. Okay. I kind of um I think you've got to do more than just say we're going to talk to him of course, too, mm-hmm. but you may need to back it up with training. And okay. um I I feel like you should get a humane, you want to look for these keywords, humane, positive trainer. No questions, no phone callers. You need to get a trainer in your house before the baby comes. Because we don't want, and I'm going to tell Diesel this, and Diesel can hear me now, but this behavior Mm -hmm. is not okay, Mm -hmm. and it's not going to be okay when the kid is there or when the kid starts having friends over. Yes, okay. So, you want to get this nipped in the butt right away. So I'm glad you're calling, and we're going to talk to him, but I think you should back it up with training, too, because you guys need some okay. skills on what you can do to put mm-hmm. Diesel in his place to say, Diesel, this is not appropriate. Uh, yeah, like, but we tell him no, like, like, we'll him. say, like, a firm no, and he, it's like he knows, like, he'll, like, kind of, like, sink down, but I, I don't know. <laughs> Good. So let him sink down and don't praise him right away. And then okay. call Tundra over to you. Don't praise him right away. Only praise good behavior if he didn't ask for it. If he stops himself and he is nice to Tundra when Tundra comes in, praise him. But okay. right now, if you feel like he knows that he's not supposed to be doing it, don't praise him immediately when he stops. Okay. Because uh, he might, they, they're really they're really smart. They'll learn the routine. Growl, praise. Yeah. Growl, growl, stop, praise. Growl, stop, praise. Um, okay, let's get, let's get Diesel. Diesel, honey, do you realize why this is, like, why are you guarding uh, your mom from uh, Tundra? What's happening there? Why are you doing that? I'm sort of saying it's my mom. I don't think Tundra would hurt her. I'm just saying my space. But do you know that your mom loves you both the same? And that she wants to share the space, and you can have a baby coming into the world now, too. And the worst thing a dog can do is be inappropriate like that and growl at children 
or growl at someone that doesn't need to be growled at or, God forbid, bite. Those are such bad things. And so what your mom and dad really want of you is they want you to be friendly to all beings and they want you to learn how to share because your baby's going to grow up and have lots of kids over. And you got to learn how to let all types of people and kids and even dogs in your space. If you don't learn that now, life might be harder for you in the future. If you're still kind of being mean to Tundra and protecting and guarding your mom like that, you might have to go in another room one day when your mom, when your baby has friends over. It's really, really important. You lick and yawn and blink your eyes and you start to pay attention and you start to know that Tundra is your buddy and Tundra's welcome wherever your mom and dad say he's welcome. You do not decide where he's welcome. Only your mom and dad decide. Because I'm going to be telling your mom to banish you from the room if you keep doing that. It's not okay. And I know you got German Shepherd in you, which is really cool, which is a protector. But the smartest dogs are really intelligent. They know when to protect and when not to protect. And that's not an appropriate time. You need to know when an appropriate time is. Only when somebody is going after your family and may hurt your family, you may do that. You have to know the difference. This behavior is not okay. You've got to really get smart so you can have a really good life. You want to have a good life. Friendly and share. That's your mantra. Friendly and share. I'm friendly and I share. He says, you make me sound to be bad. Well, your behavior is bad. You're not bad, but your behavior is bad. How come I didn't know? Well, you knew that your mom didn't like it because she gave you the evil eye one. So you knew your mom didn't like it. I thought my mom just didn't like me giving him the evil eye. She likes to pet me first and then Tundra. No, it doesn't matter who gets pet first. In this family, it doesn't doesn't matter. So, Jennifer, when are you you due? Um, We're due in January. Okay, so why don't you give us a call back if you do end up getting that trainer, and then maybe we can talk and see how that's going. I'd love to hear, you know, how the progress is. Yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah, give us a call back. All right, thank you so much. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Jennifer. Oh, that's, that's tough when people do, I mean, animals really do get protective and change when there's pregnancies going on. And she's confused, you know, he's confused. Yeah. She just, yeah. Totally. Your mom's got a baby in the belly and it's going to come out and it's going to be a little human. It's going to be exciting, Diesel. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to find out how the training goes. Uh, hopefully she'll call us back. Uh, our next caller um, is Kuipo. Um, Ashley is in college, and her parents took the dog to the vet, and vet, and um, Kuipo's not doing very well, and her parents might have to put her down, so let's talk to Ashley and Kuipo. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Can you hear me? So, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, tell us what what's going on with with your pup. Um, I'm not really sure because I haven't seen her for a couple months. She looked fine when I saw her last, but um, she's almost 13, and um, my mom said that she's been panting heavily um, the last two days and. She she rallied yesterday, but she um, she wasn't going to the bathroom and she wasn't eating. Um, Mom was able to get her up to go on a walk, but she kind of fell a couple times. Um, and my dad made her some eggs and hamburger last night, and she had about half of it, which is good, but normally she would eat like the entire like meal time is her favorite time and so it's the realization when she's not eating. What do you know what food they feed her? 
Um, normally, she's on a pretty strict diet of, um, it's what the vet said, it's like half pumpkin, some kibble, a little bit of mucil and glucosamine, and my dad kind of just mixes it all together. Um, okay, do you know what kibble it is? You know what I would have your parents do is just Google Google the food to make sure that their food didn't get recalled. Um, yeah, I will do that. It was from Costco. We usually give her oh. that, and, and I don't think it's been, I mean, I don't think it's a okay. new bag, but I'll ask her about that. Yeah, I would definitely, because the Kirkland food from Costco has killed dogs before. They It has given them kidney failure. So I would just make sure that they didn't have another batch, and I would mention that to your vet, that that's what you feed, that's what she was getting fed, and to look into it. Okay. Because sometimes when sicknesses come on really fast, I look towards the food. I mean, it can be a million different things, really, but but there have been so many recalls lately, it's really good to check the food. Yeah, um, I'll definitely, definitely bring that up. My mom just said that she just... She has um, really bad hip dysplasia. She's had that for quite a few years, which is pretty common yeah. with that breed. Um, but her back legs keep giving out, and she has a really um, hard time up. Okay, let's talk so. to her and see how she's doing. Hold on. Okay. She's cute. I feel really bad. Both sides of my face feel numb. And I'm really dizzy. Both sides of her face? Both sides of her face feel numb, but it could be from being, like, dehydrated, you know? Like, you know that feeling of, like, having the flu or something and just feeling so sick and you just, like, you feel like if you're going to stand up that you're going to get dizzy and you need to lie back down? Sometimes that comes along with, like, feeling like your face feels just a little numb. Mm. And I can't smell anything. It's like my smell left me. And I have a hard time lifting up my head. And I just feel so sick. My body is just really weak. It's interesting because it feels like more than hip dysplasia. The panting, a lot of times, can be pain. You know, they can pant from pain. A lot of times they can pant from, like, acid reflux, from, like, grain in their food. Um, They're overheating. How are you? Yeah, and overheating. How come you were panting? I had a burning in my stomach, and I just feel really dizzy. I still feel dizzy. What do you want to say to your sister? Do you want to say anything to your sister? Just that I miss her. And I love her so much. And if I don't make make it through this, tell her I'm glad we knew each other so well. And she's glad that that um, you always knew the right places to to um, scratch her, to to um, pet her. Mhm. And I like how she used to talk to me in my ear. She would whisper to me, which I think is you just putting your head down close to hers and kissing her and talking to her. Mhm. Mhm. I don't feel good. I'm scared. If I die, will I be able to see them again? Or will I forget them? You will never forget them, sweetheart. You will never, ever, ever forget them. Her name, Kalipo, actually means sweetheart in Hawaiian. Oh, it does? Yeah. Isn't that funny? Aw. Aw, it's amazing. 
Well, Ashley, what you can do is you can think of her in your head and talk to her, and she will get it. Yeah, I've been trying to do that. Good, good. That is really, she'll get that really strong, and you'll have to let us know what happens with her. Yeah, my parents are taking her at four today, so I'm just kind of like, been sitting around all day, just not knowing. You're taking her to go to heaven? Um, they don't know. They they want to ask the. They've been calling the vet every day, but they don't. They want the vet to make the decision. Um, have you taken her to the vet yet, though? Has she been to the vet yet? Um, I think she was at the vet somewhat recently. Um, they need to the rush her to the. They need to rush her to the to the vet if she's not there. If she hasn't been there, she might need fluids. I don't know if they should wait till four. They said that she's been drinking. She's been drinking water all today. Um, Good. But tell them. Yeah. Google her. Google her food, okay, to make sure she's not in kidney failure. Okay, I will. Okay, thanks okay. for calling, keep, Ashley. Keep post it, Ashley. Yeah, keep I will post it. Thank you. Oh, send your love to Quipo, everyone. Let's let's uh, give her some positive energy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so scary. I got. I. I. You know. I. I hope she survives. I hope it is something that they can get her back from. You know. I know. Me too. Mm, I'm so worried hard about her so much. Yeah. Well, it's towards the end of the show here, and. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to get to more um Facebook posts, but I don't think I think we've ran out of time today. So we'll have to do it next week and I'm gonna make a list of like a bunch of the ones we can kind of like do a, a quick you know, a quick one where we just run okay. through all of them next week. So I will do that. But right now I just wanted to talk about our new promotion. So for all of our listeners, um, to win a 15-minute private consultation with Laura, the Pet Psychic, you're going to go to facebook.com slash petpsychicradio, which is our Facebook page. And I, there's going to be a thread on there right after the show titled, The Most Important Thing My Animal Has Taught Me. And so under that, just comment. In a few words, tell us what the most important thing your animal has taught you. So, you know, we're going to pick one winner, and you can find out next week if you've won and if you've been selected. Um, just to note, we don't need, like, an entire book. If you could just write a couple sentences, that will be just fine. And uh, I'm really excited to hear what people have learned from their animals. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll you'll we'll find out who the winner is next week. And like I said, right after the show, there will be a post on our Pet Psychic uh, Radio Facebook page titled, The Most Important Thing My Animal Has Taught Me. So just underneath there, put the comment, and then we will contact you. Um, Today's words of wisdom, real quick, a quickie, someone, Stormy. Okay. Who wants to do words of wisdom? Timora is watching. Timora, words of wisdom. Oh, this is a good one from Timora. Love yourself enough to love another being. Hmm. That's interesting, That's a isn't it? really good one. What What made you think of that, Timora? Timora, what made you think of that? I think it's hard when you've been abused to love yourself a lot. Hmm. That's true. But you need to in order to find true love. Yeah. Dude, you should Timora. Wow. Timora, I didn't know you had it in you, honey. I did know. I'm sorry. I did know. See, here we go, perpetuating our <laughs> our ideas about our animals. <laughs> I know, right? I'm guilty of it, too. I'm sorry, Timora. You're perfect. That was great, Timora. Good job. Great words of wisdom. Perhaps um, she could be a little side side character in Storm King's book of words of wisdom. 
Oh, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, maybe see more. We'll have a little chapter. Okay, tune in next week, Pet Psychic Radio Show. Join us at thepetpsychic.com, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye, animals. She can talk to the animals.